He said that Jesus Christ has risen And He is the open door Well, how you doing, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Cajun Conservative Show, where we talk about life, we talk about liberty, and yes, we talk about the pursuit of happiness, and we go ahead and tell you the truth and expose the lies from the left. Hope you're having a good day, good week, wherever you are listening from. If that's Apple, Google, Spotify, Rumble, YouTube, Amazon Music, uh, if this is your first time, please hit the subscribe button, follow button, like button. If you're listening on Facebook, I have started putting the episodes, the video episodes on Facebook, ladies and gentlemen. And I, I look, to be honest with you, I'm surprised. Fact checkers have not put a, a, a flag across Facebook telling me that I said something that they disagreed with. I'm shocked. But if you're listening on Facebook, please go ahead and like and, and share the video. Ladies and gentlemen, that's all I ask for. I don't ask, I don't ask for money. I don't, I don't ask for resources. All I ask for is to like and to share it and to tell your friends about your good looking Cajun conservative hosts today. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, I'm happy. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm happy because this is the day that the Lord has made and I'm going to rejoice and be glad in it. And especially today is very easy to rejoice. Last episode, I came to you and I was telling you how Liz Cheney, that's right, folks, Liz Cheney's primary was up. Uh, she was up for her re-election campaign. Um, she, uh, her primary was coming up. And ladies and gentlemen, she was up against a back, a Trump-backed candidate. Um, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you this right here, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, so there was 10 Congress people that voted to impeach Donald Trump. Um, two of them went on to win out of the 10. Liz Cheney was the finale. Four of them re re uh, resigned, even Adam Kinslinger. I finally got his name right. I, I, I look, I am excited. I finally got Adam Kinzinger's name right. I even remember who he was. I looked at this buffoon and I'm like, who? I, I would see his head in my brain when I would talk about him. I'd be like, man, what is his name? It's one of these big, long names that I don't understand. But I got it. Adam Kinzinger. Retired. So you had four that retired. You had two that won, but um, everyone else just. Now, this is what I'm going to say about this, ladies and gentlemen. The four, in, including Adam Kinslinger, kind of realized, oh, we voted against the giant. We voted against Donald Trump, and we are, you know, we're trying to make this giant fall, but this giant ain't falling. And instead of facing the reality of losing, they just retired. I'm just going to quit. I'm not going to quit because they knew, ladies and gentlemen, I think these four that resigned, these four Republicans that voted against Donald Trump and resigned because they knew, ladies and gentlemen, they knew. But the four that decided to run, including Liz Cheney, lost. Liz Cheney lost her bid for her, her for, for two more years in Congress as the Congresswoman of Wyoming. Lost, ladies and gentlemen, to Harriet, Harriet Hingman by a whopping 37%. And she has she is now defeated. She will remain for the rest of the year 
And we hope in the, the election in Wyoming does turn red because the Wyoming uh, Democratic candidates also had there. So that is a, now it's going to the general election November 8th. But ladies and gentlemen, this is the thing. Now, look, I'm gonna I'm gonna address Liz Cheney, for example, because I got a I got a story here. Now, this is from not this isn't from a um a le- uh, this isn't from a conservative newspaper. This isn't a this isn't a paper that conservatives look to. But I got I have them on my. If you have Apple News, you know that you can pick certain uh, newspapers and articles, and I have the Daily Mail on there. Every so often, I will pick up the Daily Mail, and I will see something that catches my eye. But they reported, and this is after the the lost election, breaking Liz Cheney blames 37-point primary loss on Donald Trump. Liz Cheney attacked Donald Trump and her Republican colleagues and says she is considering running for president in 2024 in her first interview on Wednesday morning, just hours after losing her primary by 37 points. I said 36, so I misquote. I'm sorry. Uh, the three-term go- uh, congresswoman for Wyoming at large district placed the blame of her 37.4-point loss Tuesday night solely on the former President Trump, who backed lawyer Harriet Hangman. She refused to accept any suggestions that her focus turned away from issuing important uh, issues important to Wyoming's in her mission to dethrone Trump. Cheney is one of those two Republicans on the House Select Committee attempted to peg the Capitol attack on Trump, even though deep red Wyoming was the state with the largest population to cast their ballots for Donald Trump. Um, you know, I'm going to I'm going to say this and I don't agree with her too much. But like I said, a clock is broke. Uh, a broken clock is right twice a day um Liz Cheney was right Donald Trump is the fault for her losing but it's not in the way she's thinking she's thinking well if Donald Trump would have just got out of the way if Donald Trump would have just faced face the fact that the election wasn't and he would have took it uh, he would have he he took blame for January 6th none of this would have happened I would have never lost but there's a problem with this Liz Cheney first off in her concession speech, she made it clear she is fighting to keep Donald Trump out the White House. You went on this select committee, this January 6th committee, and was saying, I'm going to do everything in my power to keep Donald Trump out of the White House. And you're forcing evidence down our throat that the defendants cannot defend themselves. So it's, I saw a meme the other day and it made a perfect sense. Um, it, it, the, they had a referee telling a coach, hey, um, they get three points. Uh, we put the ball and they have all, they, they put the, they're leading. We give them points automatically. Uh, we're going to put them down on the 20-yard line, but you cannot put your defense out there. Also, all flags are going to go against you. And the coach is like, oh, sound like the January 6th committee. Ladies and gentlemen, that's what it is. Liz Cheney was ahead of that. Oh, she's the co-chair commissioner. The only reason that Nancy Pelosi, and it's been proven why Nancy Pelosi put her and Adam Kinslinger in, that, in those positions is because they voted to impeach Donald Trump. Ladies and gentlemen, it's January 6th committee. She, she, she's at fault why she lost, ladies and gentlemen. And she wants to blame Trump. Hey, we'll give her that. Hey, blame Trump because you decided to go against Donald Trump and you decided to go against the people of Wyoming. If you, they, they voted because you did not side with Donald Trump. Honey, oh, you look at the issues. Honey, oh, no, Liz Cheney, you lost this primary because you were stupid. 
because you put your you put all your eggs on defeating Donald Trump. Ladies and gentlemen, this woman for the last two years have done, has done nothing but said, I'm going to go ahead and keep Donald Trump out of the Oval Office. Ladies and gentlemen, I have a note right here. Adam Kinslinger went ahead and blamed Donald Trump for Afghanistan. Ladies and gentlemen, Donald Trump lives in these people's head for rent-free. Uh, they eat, sleep, and drink Donald Trump. But Adam Kinslinger, I, I just thought of the argument, uh, the, ar the argument, the, uh, the article, Adam Kinslinger really wants you to know Biden's Afghanistan disaster was mostly Donald Trump's fault. Ladies and gentlemen, it, look, Donald Trump could go ahead and solve world hunger. And these people, Liz Cheney and Adam Kinslinger and all the Democrat Party will still find something. I, look, Donald Trump can come out tomorrow and announce, say, I found a cure for cancer. You know, the first words that's going to be out of Adam Kinslinger and Liz Cheney's mouth and with all the Democrats that are that, that are trying to stop Donald Trump. Uh, he put all the doctors out of work. Oh, all them do poor doctors. They're not going to make no money no more. You get what I'm saying, ladies and gentlemen? You get Donald Trump cannot do right in their minds. Um, I can answer Kinslinger's um, argument. It was not Donald Trump's fault. That Afghanistan was a bosh like it was. No, it was Joe Biden. I, I, I saw an article earlier. $7 billion. Ladies. We just passed the one-year mark of the Afghanistan withdrawal. $7 billion worth of equipment stayed in Afghanistan. Who? That's Donald Trump's fault. Donald Trump did that. Donald Trump, Donald Trump, Donald Trump. No, it's the backwards Joe that's in the, in the White House. But ladies and gentlemen, she blames Trump. And like I said, if you, the way you look at it, like I said, yeah, you can blame Trump. You put your focus so much on Donald Trump, you forgot about your people. And that's why you lost, because you put focus on Donald Trump. But she blamed Donald Trump. Now, in her concession speech, ladies and gentlemen, I, look, I'm going to be honest with you. This wasn't a big shocker. I think the biggest shocker of them all, and I wasn't even shocked on that, that she lost by 37 points. I, I heard a lot of the media, oh my goodness, she lost by 37 points. Look, ladies and gentlemen, CNN put a, a, a news report the other day of people asking, they were asking people, you know, are you going to vote for Liz Cheney? And they were like, no. They went to this fair. They only found two people out of the whole fair that would vote for Liz Cheney. So it wasn't that big of a surprise. But now Liz Cheney, however... Um, Liz Cheney in her concession speech, real humble to Cheney's. I, I, I'm going to be honest with you, but listen to this, ladies and gentlemen, this is from Breitbart, Le Representative Liz Cheney, Republican Wyoming, compared herself to the former president, Abraham Lincoln, during her concession speech shortly after her loss to Trump-backed Republican challenger, Harriet Hangman. So, so listen to this, ladies and gentlemen, just, just listen to this. I would have request that I enabled his ongoing efforts to unravel our democracy. Now she's talking about Donald Trump. See, ladies and gentlemen, she got to blame Donald Trump because, ladies and gentlemen, she, uh, look, she, I'm sorry, Liz Cheney was not. Um, well, let's say like Cheney claims she lost her primary election only because she failed to go along with President Don Trump's lie about the 2020 election. No, it wasn't. Ladies and gentlemen, first off, the impeachment. Look, here in Louisiana, we know how the people in Wyoming feel. We had backstabbing Cassidy that went ahead and voted for the impeachment. Don't you remember? 
We told, and look, this is the man that said, hey, it ain't constitutional, but I'm going to vote for it anyway. Uh, ain't you as a senator and a congressman supposed to hold up the rule of law and the constitution? I would have required that I enable his ongoing efforts to unravel our democracy system and attack the foundation of our republic. That is a path I could not and will not take, Cheney said. Cheney said her opposition to former President Donald Trump was rooted in the principles and members of Congress are sworn to protect that uh, the, uh, protect and that she will understand the potential political consequences of opposing Trump. Now, hold on. I got a question right here. She said they're supposed to hold up the Constitution. Um, it is against the you have to you have to impeach a president that is in office. Trump was out of office, not at the time his Congress passed. Now, they had the right to do that because they were in Congress, but not at the time of the Senate. But at the same time, I like how Liz Cheney, just think of the ironic, uh, the ironic, uh, she's talking backwards. Let's just say the ironically uh, of this, this, this whole thing. Where's whole, we're supposed to uphold the Constitution. Doesn't the Constitution give us the right to defend ourselves in a court of law? Oh, oh, no. See, ladies and gentlemen, that was the whole thing. This whole January 6th committee. Remember, they were going to have Republicans that back Trump up so it can be fair and balanced. Nancy Pelosi said, no. We're going to get Liz Cheney and uh, uh, Adam Kinstinger. That's going to be our bipartisanship. Ooh. But it wasn't. Ladies and gentlemen, Adam Kinstinger and Liz Cheney, as I said many times, said, we're going to vote to impeach Donald Trump. And, and we're also going to go ahead and endorse this unconstitutional committee that they're both sitting on. They didn't let Jim Jordan and Jim Banks get on there. Because you see, Jim Jordan and Jim Banks would have put the press on all them witnesses and, and say, hey, can we call some of our witnesses here, please? But no, they didn't want that. She then compared herself to Lincoln, who saved the nation during our Civil War. Listen to this quote, ladies and gentlemen. The great original champion of our party. Abraham Lincoln, who, def who was defeated in elections for the Senate and the House before he won the most important election of all, Cheney said. Lincoln unlimitedly prevailed. He saved our union. He defined the uh, obligations, uh, the obje uh, objections uh, as Americans for all of history. Obligation for all as Americans for all history. She also quoted Lincoln's famous Guinness World Address and claimed that America's highest duty is to protect the foundations of the Constitutional Republic. After comparing herself to Lincoln, Cheney focused on the January 6th Capitol riot and claimed that America would never be the same if Americans do not hold these those responsible to account. Um, ladies, uh, well, first off, Liz Cheney, you have you are nowhere near Abraham Lincoln. I'm sorry. Um, Abraham Lincoln lost never holding this, never holding an office. You held this office three years in a row, uh, three terms in a row. What did you do besides trying to fight Donald Trump? You know, you never heard of Liz Cheney before she jumped on this January 6th hoax. This January 6th thing that is that the, the January 6th committee. You, you, you never heard of Liz Cheney until she jumped on that and she started opposing Donald Trump. She did get a spotlight. And also Donald Trump, uh, uh, President Abraham Lincoln probably would have went ahead and sided with Donald Trump instead of you because you're not holding up the Constitution, ladies and gentlemen. That's that's what I would say to Liz Cheney right here. Um, now, there have been conservatives that have reacted. This is from Breitbart. Um, uh, <laughs> Tyler um, Butterwich. Uh, bye bye, Liz Cheney. He has a video of Donald Trump. Uh, let me see if we... 
election wizard Donald Trump has now ended the Cheney Bush and Clinton political dynasties. Um, Donald, uh, Donald Trump Jr. retweeted the decision desk and he said, yikes. Um, a lot of conservatives, uh, Dan O'Connell. So does Liz Cheney announce her MSNBC contributing contract tonight or tomorrow morning? Well, she was on there for the first time. Uh, we just had a lot of, uh, I'm trying to see, uh, nope. Oh, that's it. So, so a lot of conservatives are happy. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I want to bring out this point for the last couple of minutes though. So Liz Cheney is gone. I, I just broke down her concession speech, her comparing herself. This is why she's comparing herself to Abraham Lincoln. Cause Abraham Lincoln in a time of our country that was really beaten up. We were, we were fighting slavery. We were fighting other issues in this country and Abraham Lincoln, God raised up Abraham Lincoln to save this country at the time that he did. Now Liz Cheney sees herself as a Abraham Lincoln cause she got to save the Republic. This is from Politico. Listen to this Cheney too long because well, before I read this article, just, just think about this. This isn't the last year of Liz Cheney. Liz Cheney is going to come back and look, think of this lady. I'm warning you right now. You thought the January 6th committee was, um, was ramping it up these, this last, these last couple of months. Cause we are, where's my mouse. Okay. One, two. We're three months away from November. So that means she has four months left in the office. Her and Adam Kinslinger, they're done. They're, they're, they're not going to be on the committee no more. They, they, they're not even going to run for office. Well, Adam Kinslinger ran, didn't run for office and she lost a primary. Just wait. January 6th committee is going to be ramping up a lot more. And ladies and gentlemen, Liz Cheney is her goal is to stop Donald Trump. We've seen this. She said she did not care about Wyoming and she was worried about stopping Donald Trump. And she's still going to do that. Playbook scope. This is from Politico. Cheney to launch anti-Trump organization after primary defeat. Representative Les Cheney is, isn't wasting time, is, is wasting no time beginning the next phase of her bid to prevent Donald Trump return to the office. In coming weeks, Liz will be launching an organization to educate the American people about the ongoing threat to our republic and to mobilize a un unedified effort to oppose any Donald Trump campaign for president. Cheney spokesperson, Jeremy, I, I Adler Adler told playbook exclusively the new group, which will serve as Cheney's primary political vehicle as she could, she considers whether to run for president in 2024 does not have an official name yet and informs guests the great task, which the name of Cheney's final ad of the campaign, the phase and from the last section of the Ginningsburg address. And Cheney also referred to it in her concession speech from Jackson, Wyoming on Tuesday night, ladies and gentlemen, her goal is to stop Donald Trump. That's why she was never, you know, that's why I never liked her on the January 6th committee. If she said, look, I voted for the impeach Donald Trump, but, I, but uh, let's see the evidence. I want to see all the evidence before I make a final decision. No, she said, hey, he's guilty. And ladies and gentlemen, she's also wanting to run in 2024. <laughs> Please, Liz Cheney, do. You're going to be more embarrassed when you go through a, a, a whole union or the whole United States election than just a state election. Because you got to remember in Wyoming, I think there's only one congressional seat. Ladies and gentlemen, Liz Cheney has said and she has pursued that she will not let Donald Trump into the White House. That is her goal. She, and look, to be honest with you, I, I quoted a story. She don't want to vote for Ron DeSantis because Ron DeSantis lines himself up with too much with Donald Trump. 
You know what, Liz Cheney, do this. Now, you know, I know why Liz Cheney ran as a Republican. Maybe one reason. I don't know if it's the reason. Uh, she ran as a Republican. She probably wouldn't want win as a Democrat. Ladies and gentlemen, her opponent is going to win big in November. And because that seat hasn't lost to a Democrat in I don't know how long. But ladies and gentlemen, keep an eye out for Liz Cheney. I will say this. I'm not, I'm not, oh, Liz Cheney's gone. Whoa, yay, we win. Yeah, enjoy the win, ladies and gentlemen. But Liz Cheney is coming back. And like I said, the next four months, that is she sitting in that office. <laughs> they're going to ramp up to try to stop Donald Trump, ladies and gentlemen. We seen it with the raid last week. I'll be right back after this short break. How you doing, everyone? Isaac here. I'm the Cajun Conservative. And I want to thank Brother Lanny Hayes from Hayes' Dump Truck Service for their generous support of the Cajun Conservative and Brothers Just Searching. Hayes' Dump Truck Service serves the Lafayette and surrounding areas. If you have any job that you need done, like cleanup or hauling material to your job site or your home, we haul limestone, we haul sand, we haul topsoil, any type of material you need. If you're in the Lafayette and surrounding areas, please call Brother Lanny Hayes at 337-852-8043. Remember, Hayes' Dump Truck Service, where Jesus is Lord of the company. Cleansed and made us whole. Not one love, not one soul. All right, everybody, welcome back to the second segment of the Cajun Conservative Show. Uh, before I go on, I just I, I usually do this every so often. I want to thank Phil Kennedy, uh, the writer of the song you just heard, uh, for letting me use his music. Uh, Eric Hayes and Lenny Hayes for allowing me to use their music. And it's an honor and a blessing to have you guys as part of the Cajun Conservative uh, show. And, uh, I, you know, hey, like I said, two of them, one's my dad, one's my uncle, one's a great friend from Jimmy Swagger Ministries. Uh, I don't know if they appreciate it, but I appreciate them letting me use their music. Uh, just have I have fun. Don't we have some good music on the Cajun Conservative show, ladies and gentlemen? Just just think about it. We have some great, great show, uh, great music here. And uh, look, go check out their albums. Uh, Center of the Door by Phil Kennedy. Uh, spot as he's on Spotify and Apple. On Spotify, you can have um, you can find my uncle Eric Hayes. His albums, he's mine, and uh, his hymns album. You can also find my dad on YouTube, Lanny Hayes, Coda Homes Fellowship Church. Go check them out. There's some great music. All right. So let's keep on going, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, like I said, look, ramp up. I'm look, I'm, I'm giving you, I want to give this warning before I move on to the next story again. Please do not fall asleep on Liz Cheney, guys. And look, uh, what can I do? Well, look, don't vote for her in 2024. She will run for president of the United States. And ladies and gentlemen, the way that she compromised this time should show Americans, or at least show the GOP, that she should not be running for, for, for this office. And we, as the American citizens, need to go vote in the primaries to either put Donald Trump or Ron DeSantis in there. I hope Donald Trump don't run. That is my personal opinion. I like Ron DeSantis. Or if they both run, they agreed, hey, we're not going to attack each other because that's what the, the the media wants us to do. If we win, if, if Donald Trump says, look, if I win, Ron, pick me as a vice president. Or Ron... I'm going to pick you as my vice president. Something of that nature. They can make a deal to where they don't attack each other. Ron DeSantis is too good. And look, Donald Trump did. Look, Ted Cruz is finally starting to get back up. But remember, lying Ted, that's what Trump did. Trump won the election. Trump don't like to lose. But they're going to do everything in their power. And But you as an American citizen in the primaries is 
Hey, let's go. I don't think she'll get farther than me throwing a me throwing a, a thousand pound rock that way. I just I just don't see it. But ladies and gentlemen, the, the January sixth can be. I will want you will be hearing things. Um, I'm trying to remember. I had it in one of my articles. Let's see. I don't think I saved it. But Liz Cheney did something, and it it brought back to my memory when I was. Oh yes, yeah, 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 yeah. And this is the thing too, Liz Cheney. If you're listening, I doubt you are, but if you're listening, please go ahead and just change your party. Because I had this article. Liz Cheney calls on Democrat voters to switch party to give her a boost in GOP primary. What she wanted to do, could they do same-day registration? She wanted Democrats to go to the Republican primaries and say, hey, I want to switch my party from Democrat to Republican, and them Democrats vote Liz Cheney in so she has the edge. It didn't work. I'm just being blunt. She didn't work. Apparently, there's not that many Democrats in the state of Wyoming. Liz Cheney, if you got to focus on trying to get Democrats, just change your vote. Just change your party. Anyway, so I got this news article the other day. Um, Biden takes credit. This is from the Daily Wire. Biden takes credit for hearing aids made available over the counter. The law. Now, listen to this. The law that made it happen was signed under Trump. President Joe Biden taunted news Tuesday that the Food and Drug Administration is making hearing aids available over the counter. A move beginning through uh, a move begun through a law signed from former President Donald Trump's administration for millions of Americans hearing aids and doctors visits to get them prescribed are too expensive. The president said in a statement in the executive order I issued last year to increase complete uh, completion is key industry and lower costs. I called the FDA to finally make hearing aids available over the counter. Uh, today the FDA is doing just that. He continued and early as mid October, Americans will be able to purchase more affordable hearing aids over the counter and farmers in stores across the country. Biden said that the move, the, uh, the, uh, determines, uh, that his administration is finally building an economy that works for families. The president statement failed to know that the legislation to enable this move, the over the counter hearing aid acts was passed in 2017 and signed into law by Donald Trump. Um, ladies and gentlemen, and my notes here, <laughs> I just simply Biden takes credit for some he did because uh, uh, Biden takes credit for something he did. Uh, he did because he, he didn't, uh, let me <laughs> Biden takes credit for something he did because he, uh, that Trump did because he didn't do anything, but we'll, uh, we'll take credit for what Trump has done. Something I, I, I'm going to spell some things anyway, but on the note right here, ladies and gentlemen, Biden takes credit for something that Trump does because he don't have nothing to take credit on. What is his credit? High inflation. Oh, high gas prices. Oh, oh no, I can't, I can't, I can't say that right now because you know, according to the Biden administration in July, no inflation has went up and in the energy. Oh my goodness. Energy is going down. It has went down a whole dollar and something. People are saving a hundred dollars a month now. When we were saving almost two, three hundred dollars a month, that gas being at a dollar seventy-five average in Louisiana, I think it was two dollars and something in the whole country. Um, we were saving a lot more, Joe. But Joe, and look, ladies, I know why this has happened. The midterms are coming up, ladies and gentlemen. It just it proves. Look, I got an article from the Daily Wire. White House preps for pre-midterm victory laps ahead of the 2022 midterms. The White House plans to launch an aggressive effort 
taunting President Biden's administration accomplishments. Significantly, the Inflation Reduction Act, which Biden is expected to sign this week, which he did sign uh, on the 16th of August. For many administrations, August can be a momentum killer, the memo says. For this team, August is going to be a momentum builder. As we come out of last week, we featured a strong bill signings, gas price break under $4, Sweden and Finland uh, association to NATO, the House passage of the Inflation Reduction Act, and many more. The underscore President Biden's leadership. Um, ladies and gentlemen, I'm sorry. First off, uh, the Inflation Reduction Act. We get this from, uh, I heard this this morning. Uh, no, I heard this yesterday. Got the article from, uh, I think it's from Fox News. I picked it up. Where, yes, from Fox Business. Um, they they toting the, the mention Schumer bill. But listen, it is mentioned amidst Inflation Reduction Act won't tame inflation for Americans anytime soon. So you're so the president's going to go running around the country telling people, hey, I passed the Inflation Reduction Act, which raises taxes, which goes ahead and brings out more IRS agents, which the leaked memo of the qualification, they want the IRS agents to know how to use a gun and use forceful tactics if necessary. And also, you're going to go run. Uh, yeah, this bill called the Inflation Reduction Act. When is it going to induce inflation? In like four years, five years, maybe? I might. I, Joe Biden can go run around saying, hey, it's going to reduce inflation probably when I'm gone. So, ladies and gentlemen, what is the president going to go ahead and, and, and quote his accomplishments? Uh, four under $4 gas. I just said that, ladies and gentlemen. Gas is under $4 nation average. We're saving Americans money. Uh, no, we're still paying a lot at the pump. Ladies and gentlemen, yeah, gas prices went down, and thank God that we don't have to pay as much as we were. But ladies and gentlemen, when, when he got into office back in February of 2021, I'm going to quote this. Gas prices were almost under $2 a gallon nation average. But ladies and gentlemen, this is this now. This is why this all come down. Listen to this article. White House preps for pre midterm victory lap. See, ladies and gentlemen, this is what they're hoping for. They're hoping that the American citizen or the American people are dense enough that they're going to go ahead and say, oh, President Biden put down gas prices. He brought down inflation. Oh, he signed this inflation reduction act. Cause see, there's unfortunately a lot of Americans only read the titles of bills. They don't read the bills themselves. Ladies and gentlemen, and, and look, I'm going to go ahead going into that note. I'm going to fact check some of what Biden did. Oh, because he, he, he did sign the bill, the 740 billion inflation act. He did fine. He did uh, reduce that. Well, you Biden inflation act. It's going to raise inflation. It's going to raise taxes. You never raise taxes in a recession. We are in a recession. I don't care what, what MSNBC, CBS, CB, uh, all these, all those S's, all media. I don't care. They could say we're not in a recession. They re they read, they redefine the recession. No, we're in a recession. Ladies and gentlemen. This president, what is he going to taunt? What is he going to say his accomplishment are? 
his accomplishments are. But ladies and gentlemen, as I said, is going into the midterms and they have to make themselves sound good and they're hoping Americans are dense that they're going to vote for this president. Look, we had a year and a half of, of total chaos with this fool. But now that in, in August he has passed all kind of bills, oh, we're going to forget about him. We're going to vote him back because he's making America great. No, ladies and gentlemen. This 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 bill that he signed, the inflation, the the billion uh, inflation reduction act, has a lot of flaws in it. He's quoting this, but let, let's go ahead and do this fact check. This is from Breitbart. Fact check: Joe Biden falsely claims working middle class will not pay a penny more as a result of the IRS audits. So this is where it's going to come to, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, while signing the Inflation Reduction Act into law on Tuesday, President Joe Biden said no American earning less than four hundred thousand will pay a penny more in federal taxes as a result of billions of this uh, uh, to a boost. Uh, the, uh, to a more to having more to boost internal revenue service IRS audits. Um, he he promised that, but the verdict is this: it's false, ladies and gentlemen. Cause see, look, this is the whole thing. We're putting all these IRS agents on there to tow ahead and tackle them without one percent. We're not going after you, but ladies and gentlemen, if I'm not mistaken, audit they're gonna start auditing people that make over two hundred thousand or less. Ladies and gentlemen, under two hundred thousand, what happened to his promise? The Inflation Reduction Act does not include any provision requiring the IRS to avoid targeting working middle-class Americans with new IRS audits. In fact, the Congressional Budget Office, the CBO, estimates that, the, that about $20 billion will be seized from Americans earning less than $400,000 a year as a result of the audits. I am keeping my campaign promise. No one, no one earning less than $400,000 a year will pay a penny more in federal taxes, Biden said, referring to his 2020 campaign talking point that vowed not to raise taxes on working and middle-class Americans. Despite the claim, Senate Democrats made sure to vote down Senator Mike Crepo, Republican Indiana, Amendment to the inflation, uh, the inflation reduction act that would have barred the IRS from targeting working middle-class Americans with the 80 billion that the plan included for new audits. Um, so that's false. Hey, but you know, he's, he's about to go run around the country bragging. Let's let him see if he brags that also let's go ahead and brag about something else. Uh, let him, I hope he brags about this fact check. This is from Breitbart. Joe Biden falsely claims inflation reduction act does not subsidize foreign made electric cars. President Joe Biden claimed that the reduction, uh, uh, the inflation reduction act signed into law on Tuesday gives tax credit to American customers for electric vehicles. If those vehicles were made in America, but this is, this is the verdict. Uh, like I said, this is from Breitbart. False. The Inflation Reduction Act does not provide tax credits for electric, elect, electric vehicles made in America, but also for those made in Mexico and Canada as well. As Biden signed the Inflation Reduction Act, he gave remarks on the legislation that's set to spend nearly $740 billion, mostly on green energy projects. In these remarks, Biden suggests that the provision for electric vehicle tax credits is only for vehicles made in the United States. The Inflation, the inflation, uh, the inflation Reduction Act gives customer tax credits to buy electric vehicles, news and use, and it gives them tax credits up to seven seven thousand five hundred if those vehicles are made in America. Biden said, "America Auto Companies, along with American Labor and Committee, their tre uh, their treasure and their talent, billions of dollars to make electric 
vehicles and batteries, electric charging stations all across America, made in America and made in America. He continued the provision though only allows federal subsidies to be used for electric vehicles sourced and manufactured in Mexico and Canada. Ladies and gentlemen, did Biden even read this bill? The, the way he's talking, he didn't read it. He, he just got a phone call from Chuck Schumer and said, uh, Chuck, what, what's going on, Chuck? Man, we got, man, we got, uh, we got, we got Joe Manchin to sign on to the bill, Mr. President. Oh, goody, send it to my desk. We got to go through a process. Oh, I forgot about it. Ladies and gentlemen, this, this, this look, he's, he's offering this. Ladies and gentlemen, is he going to taunt this on his pre-mid victory campaign ladies and gentlemen this is the same president and i seen the video and i laughed my butt off this is the same president that just shook chuck schumer's hand chuck schumer signed everybody else's hand turn around and he's holding his hand i'm like oh you didn't shake my hand ladies and gentlemen this president don't know what's going on ladies and gentlemen also and this is from the daily caller democrats sided Democrats sided with the American people. Biden slammed Republicans as he signed massive climate tax bill into law. President Joe Biden signed the Inflation Reduction Act into law on Tuesday and slammed Republicans who opposed the massive bill. The $740 billion bill includes almost $370 billion for green energy initiatives and a 15% tax on corporates with reporting annual income of over $1 billion. The price selling Merch, uh, merchandise for Medicaid and almost 80 billion in funding for internal revenue service. The bill passed the Senate with a 51-50 party line vote early August and passed the House along with party lines. Let's be clear in this uh, historical moment, Democrats sided with American people and every single Republican in Congress sided with the special interest in this vote. Every single one. Biden said during the remarks at the White House shortly before signing the bill into law. Remember, every single Republican Congress voted against this bill, the president added. Every single Republican Congress voted against lowering prescription drugs. That's not true. Donald Trump did it. Um, drug prices allowing lowering health care costs uh, against the fairest taxism. Every single Republican, every single one, voted against tackling the climate crisis against lowering our energy crisis of costs against creating good paying jobs ladies and gentlemen that's gonna be his victory speech that's what he's doing he is ladies and gentlemen uh, to be honest with you what i just read um no this was a democrat spending bill and ladies and gentlemen we have an article to prove it right here ladies and gentlemen how much do uh, you know because this, this is spending and uh, <laughs> Hey, let's blame Republicans for all the problems. That's, that's what that's what he's saying, right? So, ladies and gentlemen, he's quoting things he don't know, and he's blaming the people. He's blaming the people that's trying to keep us out of inflation and a recession. Now, ladies and gentlemen, on the last couple of moments of this, this you know why this bill went through, and why the why the Democrat Party is pushing so much for taxes and everything because they like to spend money, and it hurts the economy. Listen to this. This comes from Fox News Business. Biden and the congressional Democrats have spent about 3.8 trillion on their agenda since inauguration day. Democrats passed about 3.8 trillion in spending on their top agenda items since President Biden took office. Something they believe will help them in the 2022 midterms. But that but that Republicans say it is a useful tax and spend legislation that will harm the economy. Ladies and gentlemen, this is all it's about. 
Bait and Jim, they're trying to get votes. They're trying to bring down the inflation. They're trying to pass all this stuff. And look, they rushed this thing into, they rushed this thing in, in a month. L less than a month. Because they started this stuff, I think, on the first weekend of, uh, of, uh, of August. And they pushed this through. Ladies and gentlemen, the Democrat Party don't care. They, they want to ruin this country. I'm sorry. You can you can say if and bust about it. No if and bust about it. They want to ruin this country, and they're trying to ruin the economy by spending more money and bringing down, bringing up more inflation and making our dollar weak. Ladies and gentlemen, Donald Trump brought this economy to the greatest that it ever was, in my humble opinion. But ladies and gentlemen, th th these Democrats, all they're trying to do is win midterms. They don't care about you. See, they want to stay in power. And ladies and gentlemen, look, they're going to, I already just proved it. I fact-checked Joe Biden on when he was signing this Inflation Reduction Act, which is not, it should be in the Inflation Increase Act. And like I said, even Joe Manchin, nope, it's not going to bring down inflation until a couple of years down the road. They lie, ladies and gentlemen. They lie because they want to stay in power. And I don't think the American people are that stupid. I don't think. I think you, the American people, ha are more smarter than they give you credit for. They think uh, we, the, we, the people, are dumb. And let's prove it wrong, wrong in November. Ladies and gentlemen, if not, this $3.8 trillion that is added to our debt, it's going to keep going and you're going to suffer a lot more. Hey, I'm going to quote Dan Bongino. Republicans ain't the solution to all your problems, but the Democrats are the cause of all your problems. I'll be right back after this short break. How you doing, everyone? Isaac here, and I am with Phil Kennedy. He is the artist of the Center of the Door album that I have in my hand right here. And uh, Phil, thank you for coming by and just wanted to ask you a little bit about your album. And does this tell me a little bit of information, which you, uh, how, what led you to make this album? Thank you, brother. Isaac, I am a songwriter, mostly. And firstly, I'm a preacher of the gospel. So the Lord has always blessed me, it seems, with a song, with a sermon, with a sermon, for the song and that seems to be how it started when i first started preaching so you know before you know it you've written way more songs than you have sermons and i just like to get a little group of them together now and then it's the songs i've been singing as i travel to mexico and this place and that and preach uh oklahoma or wherever else the lord takes me and um i sing those songs so i put a little cd together hey look i'm gonna be honest it's a great album look even Thank my you. friend scott ford i, I sent him uh a digital copy of it and he loved it he said he, he loved the album he loved the way you sing and uh it's a thank real big blessing it's a good blessing for us man thank you thank you so much and um i know that it's available in the digital world it's available with me physically if you just uh message me or try to friend me on evangelist phil kennedy uh facebook and uh the other information i'm sure you can you can give them right well we know for sure it's on apple music and it's on spotify where you can find the cajun conservative and brothers just search and go ahead and look it up after you listen to our podcast go listen to a little bit of phil kennedy's album center of the door you'll be blessed i promise you Oh, yes. He is our hope. He is our strength. <sighs> you know, you need to think about that when, you know, well, also, welcome back to the third and final segment of the Cajun Conservative Show today. Uh, 
you know, a lot of people ask me, Isaac, how do you keep it together? How do you, how you stay focused on the things that matter? I put my faith and my trust in Jesus because as my, my dad just sung, that's my, that's, um, Lord, you're my savior on his album, Holy Ghost Fire. Um, look, Hey, he's my hope. He's my strength. He's my, he's, he's, he's my peace of mind when this whole world seems to get me down and boy, it gets me down. But guess what? Ladies and gentlemen, and look, I've had questions like this. How do you stay positive, Isaac? How do you go ahead and you stay focused on, on the things that matter? How do you, how do you, how do you just live life? It's bad. Things are bad in this world, but I greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. I put my faith and trust in Jesus, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, I do talk politics, but I, you know, I, I love the Lord and I know he's going to make a way when there seem to be no way. And, um, I look, I don't know what's going to happen in their future, but guess what? I, I go to glory. I go to heaven. Amen. Let's continue on a little bit with taxes and things. Because look, ladies and gentlemen, this whole thing, I, I remember, I think it was last episode. I said that I said, man, I said, all the Democrats are worried about is taxing you. And ladies and gentlemen, they just spend 3.8 trillion of your money and put us more into debt and everything like this. They just passed this major tax bill. It's not the Inflation Reduction Act. Um, like I said, people just read the name. Oh, it's the Inflation Reduction Act. Oh, boy. Hey, Bobby, we're going to go vote Democrat because they brought down the inflation. Oh, how you know that, Susan? Because, Bobby, they went ahead and said it in the bill. It has to, it has to bring inflation down. Duh, Bobby. Ladies and gentlemen, this is this this right here. But if, if, if you have a true American, if that reads the bill, wait, it's going to raise taxes. And like I said, Biden, I said this on the last segment, Biden, nope, it's not. No, they just, they just put that bill in front of him and he signed it. I'm sorry. That's all he did. Why am I bringing this back up in the third segment, Isaac? Well, it's because I got this article from the Daily Wire. Let us call for meat tax. Uh, reach favorable, uh, favor pitch, huh? And all, I might know what I put. All Democrats want to do is raise is to tax every American if possible. Ladies and gentlemen, it was a big joke a while back, but guess what? They're going to try to tax you for flushing your target at the wall. Uh, so listen to this. This was, uh, this article was written on August 16th of, uh, of 20, uh, 20, 2022 as Biden, uh, as president backwards, Joe, I added that they didn't put that in there. Uh, signed the largest climate package in American history. Some leftists are bothered by the policymakers' uh, hysterical, uh, hysteric, uh, uh, excuse me, hence to create a tax on meat. Hesitation to create a tax on meat. What this is talking about? Democratic lawmakers have long claimed that exper uh, experimented product, produce, uh, exper uh, excrement or farts. Produced by livestock and pollering far, uh, poorly farmers farting cows, as Alexander Ocasio-Cortez once put it, have a oversized impact on global temperatures. Discuss about crafting new decis uh, dis disincentives for meat consumption resurfaced as the Inflation Reduction Act advanced through Congress for months of gridlock. Vex reporter Kenny Tolero for instance, noted that the Inflation Reduction Act devotes 5% of its funds towards uh, changing farming practices while uh, entirely ignoring meat and dairy products, 
the sector's biggest climate uh clapper clapper i'm sorry ladies and gentlemen some big words they get me tongue-tied forgive me um so so let's look at this ladies and gentlemen okay uh, first off reading this cows have been here for years years i'm a six-day creationist i'll be blunt out there. i believe that god created everything in six literal days in a time frame about six to ten thousand years ago so if if i would the way i believe is right and God created everything in six literal days, about six to 10,000 years ago. Cows have been on earth for six to 10,000 years ago. If you believe in evolution, if you're evolutionist, cause I'm gonna quote you in, you might, ha, oh, he's crazy. No, if you're, if you're, if you are uh, an evolutionist, you probably believe cows mm, been here a million some years give or take just you you believe in millions so something millions of years you believe cows been here ladies and gentlemen has the planet ever blown up from a cow fart and my you, you, you when you when you smell it but now some of you may even never have i grew up on a farm i'm sorry uh, <laughs> but um it has never well but you got hold on isaac hold on before you continue your argument i can hear my leftist friends before you continue your argument um, she didn't have high buildings. They didn't have smog. They didn't have vehicles and all these cow farts are. So we need to no, ladies and gentlemen, look, there's a, there's a, there's an initiative out there right now for you to stop eating meat. They want us all to be these vegans. Peace, bro. People. Hey, look, if you're a vegan, I hope I had, I don't want to offend you, but that is your God given right. But look, God told Noah when he got off the ark, Hey, everything you see is meat for you. God induce God in God has um uh endorsed hunting. And ladies and gentlemen, I learned something about the left. Normally lefts are the atheists or agnostic, and everything that God endorsed, they want to go ahead and endorse opposite. So God says, Hey, it's okay for you to eat meat. Ah, oh, the leftists are now we need to be vegans, huh? It's messing up the, the climate, huh? Ladies and gentlemen, I, look, I tax me. Ladies and gentlemen, they want to tax. And that's another note. As I said in the last minute, they want to just tax everything. Ladies and gentlemen, they just want to tax everything. All right, so I have another note before I get to uh, the Trump raid and the latest on that. So, um, ladies and gentlemen, how many of you are car people? How many of you just love cars? Uh, I know, I know some people, so especially being a youth pastor, there's some kids that come to church and they'd be like, bro, did you see this new Dodge da 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 da? And they, they mentioned all these numbers and all these big fancy names. I'm like, what? No, the new car, the new car. Did you see the new car? Did you see it? No, not yet. I, I didn't even know it existed. Um, but ladies and gentlemen, with the Inflation Reduction Act and uh, the push for energy cards, we should have seen this coming. Dodge ending production on iconic monster, uh, muscle cars to push for, uh, forward with electric vehicles. Listen to this. It's from the Daily Wire. Dodge will stop producing its popular Charger and Challenger muscle cars at the end of 2023 as the motor company transitioned to making electric vehicles. The move relates to the company's commitment to transitioning away from gas powered vehicles and towards electric to EVs because of the emissions regulation. CNBC report that Dodge parent company Sterling's formerly known as fleet Chrysler 
ranks as the bottom amongst U.S. car manufacturers for fuel economy and carbon initiatives. We are celebrating the end of an era and the start of a bright new electrified future by staying by staying by staying true to our brand. Dodge brand CEO Sterling's of Sterling's Tom Kushner said in a statement according to the Hill. Um, so, so ladies and gentlemen, I'm pushing energy initiatives because this is the same thing as the Calforts. They just, they, they want you to stop eating meat and want you to be a vegan. And they also want you to stop using your heavy powered gas vehicles or diesel vehicles. Um, so best, what's, what's the best way to do? Hey, let's, let's charge as much as possible to stop it, which they're doing right now with cars. Are we just going to stop? Ladies and gentlemen, also Dodge, I don't know about everywhere else, but in Louisiana, a Dodge Charger and a Dodge Challenger is one of the most popular cars. That's one that those are two cars I do know about. Um, and I see them all over the road. Um, they're usually young people or some older folks that are in retirement. No offense. Uh, because the young people want to be big, bad, and bold until they get a job and they start having to pay taxes and they have kids and you can't fit five kids in a Challenger. So you sell it. And then it's mostly older folks that say, hey, you know, we're retired. Let's get this challenger and travel America. See, I'm in that middle stage. I'm 30 years old. I I, I never owned one because I can never afford it. And probably when I retire, if the inflation keeps on going up and the gas prices keep going up and uh, apparently they ain't going to have them when I'm 80 years old. So I won't have one anyway. So, <laughs> but ladies and gentlemen, this, this push for green initiatives this green energy now look don't get me wrong solar panels i'm thinking about putting solar panels on my house uh, through my good friend phil kennedy uh, for uh america solar initiative in the description i have his contacts if you want to go check them out um but it's not because i want to go green energy i want to save on my electric bill but ladies and gentlemen and th look there's so much stuff behind this lead but dodge is going to stop selling one of his most popular cards and probably lose money because the white house and politicians and green people are making them go energy efficient now ladies and gentlemen this is the whole problem though uh, and i told someone that the other day these they, they're stopping these car manufacturers from making these muscle cars um but it's gonna put more stress on the grid so ladies and gentlemen and look there's theories out there about China and this and this, but yeah. So Dodge Charger and Dodge Challengers are out the window. All right, let's get to some Donald Trump uh, news. Uh, so for the last two weeks, we've been having nonstop on the news about the Trump raid. Now they went ahead and released the re um, they went ahead and released the receipt that, that was taken from Donald Trump's home. Donald Trump said they took all three of his passports. One was valid, one, two were valid, one wasn't. And mainstream media came out. No, they didn't take Donald Trump's passport. They didn't need Donald Trump's passport. Donald Trump showed his side of the receipt and it did take his passport. Now that the U.S. Department of Justice, the DOJ, is bringing those back. So that, that's, that's the issue. But ladies and gentlemen, so they released some of the documents. And what they mainly release, to my knowledge, is the all the, the 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 things they took from his home. But they want to go ahead, and Donald Trump is Africa, is is uh, is fighting for this. Him and his lawyers to release the affidavit that was signed by the judge, 
and they want to release it that then that affidavit will talk about who told them why they went in the good the probable cause because that's what a lot of people are saying ladies and gentlemen under i think it's the fourth amendment where it says you gotta have probable cause for a warrant um you you know people say we had probable cause well what was the probable cause we can't tell you wait what you can't tell me what was the probable cause for coming in my home and raiding my home with a warrant so this is from the Daily Wire. DOJ to unseal more documents related to the Trump raid. Refused to unseal key documents. The U.S. Department of Justice is moving to unseal more documents related to the raid on former President Donald Trump's home in Florida, but will not unseal the unlikely FBI affidavit because it claims that it, in doing so will will damage the ongoing uh, criminal investigation. And I was hearing, ladies and gentlemen, I heard earlier in the day on the radio where they were talking about this unsealing the affidavit and uh, the way that the, the, the FBI and the DOJ is sounding like, oh, you're going to put witnesses in danger and you're going to have people. Why? They, they're trying to bring this out. What danger? That's, oh, y'all Trump supporters that want to go ahead and attack like the people that wanted to attack the FBI and all their debt. Ladies and gentlemen, first off, if you're a Republican or a conservative, listen to this, and you have the thought in your mind to go ahead and to uh, pay revenge for Donald Trump, you need to stop. That's just plain and simple. It is wrong. You just need to look, let them open up the affidavit. But that's what they're using. These crazy Trump people, oh, they're going to go raid. When in reality, in the summer of love, the 2020, when, they, when the left was raiding over Black Lives Matter. Anyway, uh, U.S. Attorney uh, Juan Gonzalez and Department of Justice Counterintelligence Chief Jay Britt said in a court filing that unsealing the affidavits could cause damage to the United States social, national security. Wait a minute. This was on a pre former president of the United States. What national security? I hate to say it to these, these fools that are saying this in his courtroom or signing this in his court document. National security is already threatened or damaged. How can you say that? I because you have a, 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 a current president of the United States using the DOJ and the FBI to weaponize, weaponize to be weaponized to attack a political opponent slash a former president of the United States. We, our national security is damaged. It's in crisis. Because you have a president that don't know when a man, forgets that a man shakes his hand two seconds before he, like, and also bowing the knee to China and all this stuff, ladies and gentlemen. So our national security is in trouble. Disclosing at this juncture of the affidavit supporting probable cause would be contested because significant and inappropriate damage on this ongoing investigation, Brett wrote. If the closed affidavit will serve as a roadmap to the government's ongoing investigation, providing specific details about its direction and likely course in a manner that is highly likely to compromise future investigational steps. Brett warned that unsealing the affidavit would risk revealing identifying the witnesses who could be decided to not cooperate in this investigation or high profile investigation. The fact that this investigation implies highly classified material further underscores the, the, the need to protect the in integrity of this investigation and um, extra bites the potential for harm if information is disclosed to the public primarily and improperly, he added. 
Um, ladies and gentlemen, I learned a long time ago. If men are fighting this hard to keep something close, there's something in there. They don't want us to see this plain and simple. Um, and, and look, don't get me wrong. I, and I said this, if Donald Trump did do something wrong, they need to do something where he's held accountable. I'm not against that. I don't want people to think, oh, Isaac is Donald Trump person. And that no, they, there is proper ways to do things, but raiding a house of a former president is not right. And lady Jim, we already seen the DOJ and the FBI is scrambling right now because this happened. Ladies and gentlemen, these 11 sets of classified documents, Donald Trump said he declassified them. Look, at the end of the day, you know why I think they don't want this affidavit? And look, there's going to be a ruling on this. It's funny how the judge that signed the warrant is also making a decision on this affidavit. It's kind of funny on that, huh? It's kind of funny that the DOJ found a judge that's probably going to... Look, and they're saying it ain't going to be unsealed. Otherwise, you got to have faith. And look, today, if you're listening to when this episode drops, it's going to be Thursday... August 18th. We're probably going to talk about it on the next episode because we have a couple of days between. But if you're listening to this on Thursday, the 18th of August of 2022, they're not going to later on today. They're not going to unsign this. They're not. Oh, I think you ain't going to have faith. No, because ladies and gentlemen, it's proven that the deal. And look, I'm not talking about all FBI agents. I'm not talking about all DOJ employees. There are probably some good people in there. They want to hold up all law, but the upper leadership wants to stop Donald Trump. We talked about Liz Cheney. Liz Cheney is going to amp up her attacks on Donald Trump. The January 6th is trying to put criminal, uh, uh, have a criminal probe on Donald Trump. They want to, they want to charge him with a criminal crime. And ladies and gentlemen, that affidavit would prove if they're doing it, if they're politicizing this. I don't think the FBI and the DOJ is more worried about the witnesses. I don't think they're worried about what's in it. They're worried about what's in it because if it comes out, it's going to prove that they're politicizing this. And ladies and gentlemen, they, look, they, the FBI did it when, under James Comey, ladies and gentlemen. While Donald Trump was the president of the United States, James Comey was trying to find something on Donald Trump. The left for years have been trying to find stuff on Donald Trump. It took a global pandemic to stop Donald Trump. Ladies and gentlemen, if COVID-19 wouldn't have happened, Donald Trump would still be the president of the United States. Just plain and simple. But ladies and gentlemen, these people want to stop Donald Trump. And that affidavit would probably show what they're doing to stop Donald Trump. And if that document is not unsealed and they get away with this, like I said, they, they worried about national security. Hate to say it. Our national security is already broken. Ladies and gentlemen, we are compromised so many ways with president uh, backwards Joe. Ladies and gentlemen, the ones they should be looking at, they're not looking at. And the ones they are looking at should, they shouldn't be looking at. But as I say, always ladies and gentlemen, don't be fit of heart because Jesus has overcome the world. And, and on, and look, uh, like I said, I don't know what's going to happen with this stuff. All I know is this country's messed up and I'm, I'm sorry. The Republicans ain't going to fix it. And the Democrats ain't going to fix it. Only Jesus will be able to fix this thing. On that note, I want to thank you for listening to the Cajun conservative show. Our time has run out this for this episode. Uh, if like I said, if this is your first time, please hit the subscribe button. If you like the content, hit the bell on YouTube, hit the rumble button on rumble, uh, like us on Spotify, oh, listen to us on Spotify, Apple move, uh, Apple move, oh Lord, Apple podcast, Google podcast and Spotify and Amazon music and many more platforms. Just go look at my website, the Cajun conservative show.wordpress.com or 
my Facebook page, The Cajun Conservative Show, and it'll show you all the links to everything. So until next time, be blessed, be encouraged. Remember, Jesus Christ is coming back, and he's coming back soon. So don't be faint of heart, because Jesus has overcome the world. Until next time, you be blessed, you be encouraged. Bye-bye. Christ has risen, and he is